Hi, my name is Erhan Abay. I am a Gourmet contributor and welcome to the Great Gourmet Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Gromit Podcast. This is our first episode, our first installment. The world of Gromit, all things Gromit. Uh, my name is Eric. And I'm Chris. I guess, uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, I think the big things uh, to, to talk about are a little bit of, about ourselves, who the heck we are. Uh, I'm Chris, like I said. Uh, more specifically, Chris Carlozzi. I work at Hewlett Packard Enterprise. Um, I've been... Uh, uh, fortunate enough to kind of stumble into this team uh, called Gromit, where we're doing some work in UX. I'm, before I get too far along, I'll uh, hand it over to Eric, my my cohort for this episode. Yeah, hey, hey. Um, so I've been working at Hewlett Packard Enterprise also for a while, done a lot of different applications through many years, and uh, you tend to see a lot of problems and issues right that people keep stumbling up against mm-hmm. and you know you solve them yourself you kind of try to help other people out and and grommet's really in the spirit of that right trying yep. to solve the problems better try and uh establish good patterns for people kind of bring people forward into the the cutting edge technology age that we're in i think so i think so yeah i mean uh, now, now that you've gotten on your soapbox i'll, I'll join right in um yeah so i mean uh, you know if if eric is the guy that's seen all the problems i've been the guy that's cleaned them up in some ways i do a lot of ux work ui work i you know fashion myself a ui designer but that that doesn't really encompass what we do here sometimes uh, some people call it a product designer. Some people call it just a guy that doesn't know how to code. Um, but, you know, for all intents and purposes, we're, we're here trying to just fix the world's problems, I guess. Yeah, the fun thing about Chris, though, is he knows what a CSS selector is and what the options are. So he's he's good at coming up with designs that can be implemented. That's that's part of the good part of working a, with Chris. A, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. You clean up a lot. You clean up a lot. It's a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think we like. Yeah, I think I, I like to say to a lot of people, we live a, a charmed life, Eric and I, or we we kind of had that sliding doors moment at HP where we get to kind of cross paths and work on some really cool stuff together. Uh, and and maybe that's a good lead in to what this podcast is kind of revolving around, uh, Gromit. Uh, you know, the most advanced user experience framework in enterprise. Uh, that's a whole mouthful, but it's probably a nicer way to say it. I don't know. Yeah, we don't say that very often, do we? No, in no, regular no, conversation. No. Not to people when I pass by. No, no. Uh, <laughs> but yes. I guess, I mean, maybe a better way to say it is we're, we're really just passionate about making a great uh, user experience or just a great application for people in the enterprise. And a lot of people don't look at enterprise as a place where applications kind of can be, you know, unique, consumer-like in a lot of ways, simple, easy to use, you know, kind of all these things that somebody we might know have touched on this in another blog post someplace. We'll maybe get to that later. But, yeah, you know, yeah. essentially, you know, the, the stuff that everybody out in the or the other world, you know, isn't really looking at these things. We are. We're trying to do it in a company that doesn't really have a name for it in the past. Yeah, that's for sure. In fact, that's that's kind of where we came from. Is we as, we assembled a team trying to you know pull some of the user interfaces that a lot of the apps were doing mm-hmm. uh, into the modern era. Do some cool new stuff. Develop some more consistency. A lot of products were doing things in a lot of different ways, and users were getting confused and frustrated. And so yeah. that's where Gromit was birthed out of. <laughs> and uh, 
<laughs> it was it was messy, but you know, at the start. But now that we've been doing this for you know over a year, we've we've settled in on some good things. I think we've, yeah. we've yeah, established yeah. some patterns. We've worked with a lot of different teams who are coming up to speed on it and building new products out of it. So it's it's an exciting time in Gromit land right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, ca- I can't say that uh, I haven't had more... F- I mean, I've had a lot of fun at HP, but this is by far the most. Um, we get pretty much free reign to try to really solve the the core of a problems for a lot of teams. And I think that's something that, that a lot of teams never even thought was available to them. So it's been kind of like being in Candyland where everything's a surprise, everything's a party. Everybody gets to kind of have their candy. Uh, so I think uh, it's nice to be able to show teams what they can do, uh, and it's great to have kind of the people around us that are supporting that effort. So it's, 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 nice, it's a nice kind of place to be right now. Yeah, the, the, the fun part is when you get somebody who jumps in on the Slack channel and says, hey, I just discovered Gromit, yeah. and hey, this this is cool. I get to, you know, it, I don't have to do some of this stuff. You guys have set some things up, but I still have a lot of creative freedom in where I'm going to go with it. Yeah. And to see people come with some enthusiasm, you know, just makes you feel like, oh, I'm glad I'm working on this. Yeah. And what surprises me, some people just take it and start contributing. I mean, like that's, I mean, you know, funny to me because I've come from a world like like for some people, like I, my background was more from consumer side. And then as I got more into enterprise, I noticed how different that sec- sector was for a lot of development and experiences um, where everything's constant churn on the consumer side in terms of a uh, you kind of just strip away what you did last quarter and you move to the next thing. It, whereas here, everything's a constant building. And it's really interesting to see social coding or, you know, we use GitHub or whatever, you know, to, to kind of institute that that process but see people partake in it and then contribute to gromit so it's not just something we're doing so it's and and trust me it's not something we only want to own ourselves because it's a lot of work but yeah it's it's been a fun process well and i think part of that the, the challenge for us is figuring out how do we engage with other folks right there's so many different levels both not just at a code level but at a design level at a, a social communication level and you know how we tie into other other people doing stuff in this area in a more yeah. open and social way. So we're we're exploring and, and growing and learning from all that uh, as we go. Hence this podcast. Hence yeah. the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, 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 it's also just great to get out there and, and interact. Yeah, it is great to get out there and interact. I think that's the key thing. And I... I I love to talk, so this is the perfect format for me. Yeah, so. we were trying to figure out who's going to talk more on this podcast, me or Chris, or if, if Chris was going to be the 80% voice. So. <laughs> not yet, not yet. Uh, <laughs> so before, I guess, I mean, I guess it gives you a, a rough idea, Gromit, a little bit about ourselves. Well, you know, as we kind of keep these things going, I assume we'll get more into it down the road. But, you know, I think some of the things we wanted to talk about today is just kind of some of the low-laying fruit of, of, of things that we've been up to and, and kind of maybe things you should check out if you're new to the podcast area or if you just kind of stumbled across this on iTunes or wherever it's posted, who knows these days. Um, but, uh, you know, some of the some of the things we've been doing uh, in the community is we now have a blog of recent, uh, and there's been some great posts on that blog. I myself had contributed, have contributed to one of them. Uh, you know, uh, one of the one of those items is uh, the Ethan Mercote uh, article that I uh, I interviewed him on. Um, he we asked a couple questions from the man that's coined the term responsive web, um, and uh, see if we could pry any nuggets of of wisdom from him. Um, you know, there's some interesting things around. Uh, we kind of took an enterprise slant since that's our background, and we we asked him some questions around. You know. 
Why why is it important to 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 think mobile first, to think responsive, to think, you know, uh, you know, how your your content is shown through all these different experiences or the different tablets and phones and TVs that you watch these things through. And, uh, you know, so there, there's a couple great things. And, and, and in particular, uh, the one post that I the one question I liked was essentially when I kind of I pried him to tell me a little bit more about, you know, what why why native why or or sorry not why native but maybe why what's the difference of trying to design for a native experience and he kind of even though it was a little bit out of his wheelhouse he kind of gave me a great answer around kind of some of the the kind of things he he kind of experienced for designing for a brand versus designing for the for the the platform so um i like that a lot you know it's what's interesting about the that article and i you see a lot of this in other uh commentary posts and articles these days is how all that that right there's a lot of these ideas aren't new right like how long ago did ethan you know coin that phrase or start talking about this yeah it's like 2005 right eight or nine or i can't remember it was a while ago or something and and so a a lot of stuff that's going on now is the enterprise side you know (laughs) is trying to figure out well wait a minute you know the the people using all their apps are so used to better experiences and simpler experiences, and th- it's just getting frustrating to use it on the enterprise side. Some of the you know the yeah. old '80s or '90s patterns that are still being <laughs> used out there. Yeah. But, but yeah. what was what was fun about the you know the interview with Ethan was just seeing how it's still engaging. Right. It's not like oh that was an idea you know that hit its peak and it's gone and it's faded now. It's it continues to grow and relevance and interest and volume and it's stretching in new ways so yeah it's a, and it's also that was fun for us yeah no a ton of fun and and and, de- and a debatable topic too which i kind of like there's a lot of tension on that statement right responsive web and i think that's i think that's something that i hear constantly in all the other podcasts and blogs i i kind of read uh, you know you say responsive you say adaptive you say all these kind of terminologies and everybody has a very different stance on what the right solution is i think the big thing that that comes up for me though is is really what your content's about and what that dictates for an experience uh, you know and I think that's the thing that we keep stumbling into is a responsive is just a tool it's just a, it's just a place to help guide you and I think Ethan kind of touches on that and I know his book uh, also does in some ways but essentially it's it's that tool that helps you kind of understand what your what your content you know its core actions are or what you're trying to solve for the user and so that's that's the really cool part about it so when we start looking at things in grommet or we start looking at things just on our own kind of side projects or whatever we're doing you know it always kind of it always kind of makes it puts you in that right mindset to kind of problem solve and i love that part of design that's the part that like I really dig. You know, I love drawing a cool button or an icon and all that stuff, but, you know, with a nice, you, you know, interaction kind of design around it. But, eh, you know, like solving the problems are, are the really cool part of what my content really is for, what it's about. Yeah, and that, it's interesting. A lot, of t- a lot of folks we talk to or work with, are, that's not kind of how they tend to think about what they're trying to solve their problem. Their problem is, well, I just want to reskin this, or I just want to make it, you know, pretty up what I've got and they really need to refocus how they're thinking about doing stuff and a lot of what we do is spend time talking with people to help them through that and it's amazing (laughs) to see how many different ways teams work and that's the other fun part of this is looking at all the team (laughs) dynamics it's crazy Um, yeah I mean yeah telling asking them what they can cut is funny yep 
and uh, I think that it's it's really interesting. I mean, it, and it kind of leads into the the other kind of bit of news that we we posted up, and it's not not on our blog yet. It will be at some point. But uh, one of our other uh, compatriots in the Gromit battle and uh, Hewlett Packet Enterprise is uh, Brian Jaco posted up a really great post on Programmable Web about uh, you know like the uh, I think it's like the five characteristics of. Um, uh, of an enterprise app to make it consumer grade and all that kind of stuff, and it, it touches on a lot of these things. So um, the uh, the interesting thing um, with his post is he just kind of outlines it really simply some of those things that we've seen across the organization, and it's worth a read. So if you you hit the programmable website, it's in there. I think it's what's the exact title here, so I can be be good about it. Uh, Top five rules for giving enterprise apps a consumer grade UX. Um, so check it out. Which, as you can tell, is a lot of theme of what we've been talking about. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of it's a bit what Gromit is about, right? Is taking a lot of the good consumer patterns that have been established recently and trying to pull them into the enterprise context, and not just by having a few design patterns or a few widgets, but also on on the process side and the design thinking side. And there's so much that goes into it beyond just having a little library that that does a few things and sets some things out for you. Yeah, yeah. I think I, th- I think that's the rabbit hole, right? I mean, it's it's kind of, you want you set out to just give a couple components, you know, make it simple, give a couple flat little elements, but then as you start kind of coming up with some patterns, you start establishing something that, that might work for one team, and then a lot of other teams start leveraging it, and it starts to grow. So it's, it's been a little bit of fun. I think when we looked at it initially, we kind of said, yeah, we'll we'll come up with a header. We'll give them some buttons. We'll do a you know a very basic. But then as we started getting involved with some of these teams and talking to them, we we kind of found it's 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 very adaptive. It's it, not only adaptive, but uh, you know, kind of it allows the the framework to kind of expand very easily and and without a lot of work. Like I watch Eric tooled around with Gromit and he's you know he's he's mod- modifying the styles and and doing things with React and Gromit and React you know see little secret reacts behind gromit a little bit there but it's 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 very easy to manipulate and kind of modify some of these things yeah the, the fun thing now is we can do a lot of you know quick initial design and then quick prototype and gromit because it's operating at a bit higher level and it's very declarative and you don't have to program as much as you just have to define what you're trying to accomplish based on react but it yeah. makes the the process of iterating through which you kind of need, right, to iterate through what's a good design, what's going to work, what hits the right levels of complexity or simplicity and flow and yeah. all that. If you can shorten that iteration cycle, you know, that's that's a sweet thing to do because then you get somewhere better much more quickly. So yeah. it's been fun to use Gromit. And I, that's, I, these days, I'm not touching Gromit core that much. Now we're doing a lot of prototype apps and helping other teams out. And you can whip something out really quickly, and that that's what makes it fun. Yeah, and I mean, oh, and to your point, I mean, like, there's a couple of people we should probably give the nod out to in the community. I think one close to home is uh, is Alan Souza, our own, who is kind of like the like the shepherd or the steward of uh, of Gromit. Uh, he's kind of the guy that is you. If you come into our Slack channel, if you are on Gromit IO, or on Gromit IO or GitHub repo. He is there. He is our front lines. He is the man. Um, he is. He is. He's also, you know, constantly adding features himself as well to Gromit Core. But also, he's working with the other community uh, community members to kind of guide them, help them work on accessibility. I mean, like Alan is a passionate man 
with a lot of things that he is trying to achieve in a very short amount of time. I don't know how he does it. He is like a, you know, a, a moving juggernaut. I don't know how, how to better say it. What, what's fun about Alan also, he's good at giving, giving help out. So if you, if anybody has trouble with something in Gromit, you know, hit us up on the Slack channels and he's good at getting, getting some help right away. But what's also good is just encouraging people to, Hey, if something's not working right, or you'd like to see some, submit a pull request, and let's work through that process with you. And yeah. you know, we'd also like to thank those contributors um, who have participated in Gromit and contributed new things to it. And we've actually learned some stuff from some of the contributors who have who looking ahead of things for us and saying, "Hey, React Router is coming up with a new version," or "There's some new, uh, you know, stateless component designs in React that is kind of a cool new way to do things that." we're learning about because folks who are contributing to Gromit are bringing those in as well. So it's, it's definitely grown beyond us compared to the early days. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I, I, yeah, it's funny as we're talking here now, it's, it's making me kind of pause a little bit and ask myself, what, what are we, who, who is this audience? It's, it's, it's kind of expansive when you think about it. It we get a little bit technical. We get a little bit design thinking kind of, you know, uh, kind of level of talks here. I mean, I, I, I think it's kind of interesting uh, to, to kind of look at all this stuff from our, for how people are contributing all to the community, to how we're even, you know, implementing it on the web. I mean, like, or, or for HPE, uh, as we, as we act, give it an acronym like we used to for everything else in this company. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of, it's kind of fun to be able to kind of expand on some of these ideas on a more casual format. Uh, we, we, we talk about it with ourselves, but it's nice to kind of open it up to everybody else and, and maybe hear what you guys think. So yeah, uh, particip nice. participation works, helps everybody out. Yeah. It's, it's been good. Maybe we should hit on one, uh, one question or one particular thing that we get a lot of, and that is, uh, you know, how a lot of these teams, right, they've got this, or, or projects or people, they've got something they already are familiar with. It's some, probably a larger enterprise app that's got a lot of content. It's got a lot of tables. It's got a lot of <laughs> the data stuff. You just look at it and you're kind of overwhelmed trying to understand what's going on for the first five minutes that you look at it. Yeah. But, it's something we you know, preach a lot, talk a lot about, and try to get people's heads around is how to be more mobile first in their design. And it's a tough thing to get them there, but once you get them there, it's really what gets them down the right path. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's funny to ask people what they need when you first talk to them about their application, especially these older legacy ones like Eric's saying. I mean, it's, it's super interesting. Like, they'll say, I need it all. And then five minutes later, once you say, do you really need it? And then they start like selling it off like it's it never had any had any reason being there in the first place. And that's what I love about this is like being able to kind of open people up to saying, all right, if there wasn't a customer, if there or I shouldn't say the customer, but a PM or or some other person, a stakeholder that was telling you it has to be just like this or we have a change. What would you do if you could just start fresh? And when you start having that conversation, it's 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 really fun because there's a lot of people that I, I notice they seem kind of like they've kind of locked that side down a little bit, like they've repressed it. It's like it becomes like a therapy session almost. <laughs> so and then they kind of open up and they go, yeah, 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 I would like to do that. That sounds great. Yeah, let's do this. Let's 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 go whole hog and like and take it on, you know, and I think that's that's been a lot of fun and i think that ties to what you're saying of like you know like how do you how do we get mobile first and that's that initial dialogue i think is a really a big 
is a big start of that process that kicks it to at least getting the 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 shift right and and what takes a little time is getting folks to uh just being willing to explore it without thinking about well when do i have to deliver this and how just yeah. getting them to the stage where they can start thinking this way is really what is the important piece because even if they realize well we're not going to get to this for you know a couple releases or whatever it is at least it sets a trajectory or a vector to know well this is where we really want to head yeah and enthusiasm starts growing and in some sense that's a little bit like gromit itself in the sense of well let's let's set this out let's get a bunch of you know, see how we can, you know, help other teams out, what we can provide, what kind of patterns and guidance and, and consultation to get people heading in that direction, right? Yeah. That's what, that's a big part of what we're about and trying to bring about and have happen. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot, and it's, and I can't, I can't stress it enough. It's been a lot of fun doing this and continuing to do this. So, uh, you know, I, I know we could go on. Uh, for and we sure. probably will in another episode. Yes, we will elaborate more uh, and, and go into more details of our fun times in the enterprise world and, and all the kind of uh, little fun stories that come with that. Um, but uh, maybe we should wrap this first one up so we don't lose all of you on our first podcast um, and uh, tell you where to find us. Uh, so if you're if you're kind of in the Twitter in the Twitter camp, you can always find us at Gromit UX, and you spell Gromit G R O M M E T, and the U in the X at the end is added just you know so we're unique. And then you can always find us on our website uh, Gromit.io, and then the last place is Slack is is like we said one of our most uh, kind of busiest and bustling. Uh, places to come and talk to us, and that's just gromit.slack.com. So, uh, I don't know. I want to say thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening. Anything you'd like to say closing? I've taken up the mic, as we said, a little bit more than than you. No, you've been good. All right. We hope it's been helpful. We'd uh, love to hear any, you know, feedback or comments or things you'd like to hear in the future on this. You know, please reach out and let us know. We're, We're here to help. Yeah, we're here to learn. So tell us what to do. You know, I don't know what we're doing next. So tell us what you'd like to hear maybe a little bit more about. And, 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 and maybe maybe not grommet related. Maybe you got other stuff you want to talk about. We'll, we'll try to entertain all ask. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Thanks for listening.